Welcome back to the Living Room Chat Podcast, episode number 33, with myself, Matt, this guy, Warren Bluefield. Thanks, mate. I'm trying to think of what the bingo calls are. We know it's like 33, it's two fat ladies, 88. What yeah. is the other one? What's that? Oh, we've met for our name. is the something, isn't it? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Anyway, we're here. We absolutely are. And, and this feels weird. Yeah, different perspective. I've never sat on this side of you. 33 episodes, I just wanted to, you know, change the scene. And I wanted to, I want you to experience the chair. Yeah. This feels like a, um, the sort of chair that would be in like a cartoon character's evil lair. It's a throne. It, yeah. It's giving throne <laughs> vibes. It's cool though. It's nice. And it's got a nice, actually it's quite a nice outlook on your living room here. I'm normally just staring at the uh, bottles of alcohol at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. But it's a, it's a comfortable seat, I find. It is. Well, I see why you sit forward, though, because this leaf's right in the way. It gets it? right in the way, doesn't yeah, it? And I've, I've recently picked up this. Yeah, no, I like it. And another one of these chairs. It matches. It's, it, it's a perfect match. So the new house, you can have... You'd be like two old old people, wouldn't you? You yeah, and so sat chairs next to each other, puff in the middle, yeah. biscuits. No, no physical contact yeah. within our separate chairs. Your little remote controls there, your little TV guide there. Yeah. Old school. Maybe a little yeah, tray of something. Some yeah. Werther's Originals on the side. There you go. Mint um, Imperials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, what's new no, with you since, since the last um, 10 minutes of our episode 32 that we just recorded? So what what you know already, what the listeners don't know is... Oh, I'm excited. Sorry. Sorry, can I'm, I just interject? I know you want to build up to it. Because obviously I've known for a little while. And I'm just really excited that you now want to talk about it oh, because it's mate. it's magical. It's, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole new it's a thing. Whole thing, and it puts you know all the ups and downs we've had with work and talking about stuff, talking about shit on the podcast for for a year. Yeah, and now we can talk about something that actually means something because it is the meaning of life, isn't it? What it's, is it, Matt? Just come on. So so Soph and I are having a baby girl. Yes! In March. Incredible. Which is exciting. We've known for a few months. And, uh, yeah, it's just really cool. So we just found out last week that it's going to be a girl and not a boy. I was sure it was going to be a boy. Um, I don't know why I was sure it was going to be I had my fingers crossed for you, mate, the whole uh, time. But it is what it is. Well, it was going to be a boy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, my daughter's nine now, nearly. Yeah. And I'm still, I still wish it was a boy. I don't really. Myla, if you're watching yeah. this, like, she does. She, she watches the shorts. She sees our YouTube shorts come up, but she's scrolling oh, really? for YouTube. She's, Daddy, oh, I saw your short again. <laughs> if I, we won't make it. Yeah, we'll make a reel out of that. See if she sees it. But <laughs> I didn't mean it. I love you, babe. Honestly. Like, but is it? But so we're both going to be girl dads, and that's just kind. Of, it's kind of cool. I'm just really excited about it. I don't know. How, I don't know. I suppose every new parent feels this way, but I don't know what I should be feeling or what I should be doing. I suppose I, it, I suppose you, there is no right or wrong feeling. Like no. it's a mixture of like pure joy and excitement, um, but at the same time you're kind of a little bit naive to think what is it actually going to be like. Yeah, and you don't really think about everything else. You just think about the baby getting here safe and sound, and getting your little selfie walking back through the through the uh, hospital. You holding it, classic. I didn't do it because I'm not a weirdo. But classic, getting and those then, uh, post-pregnancy photos where like 
Soph's going to look all sweaty and rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just holding his baby, which has just come out of her vagina. Yeah. Um, I've got a classic. Yeah. I've no one's seen it apart from Lauren, obviously. I've got one literally. Milo's. She's still. She's still blue. Like I'll explain that in a second to you. And she's flopped on Lauren, tit out. <laughs> <She's> like <that. laughs> I've still got the photo of I would sh- I can't show you because it's got it's got tear yeah, so I know it's just it's it's special to me. <laughs> yeah, nice. One but the baby's come out blue, ones. mate. It's not a joke. They are blue. I keep joking with Soph and saying I'm gonna live stream the birth. Yeah. So if you want to tune in guys, get our numbers up. Almost <laughs> to tune in to um, um but no, it's absolutely amazing. I think the the biggest thing, mate, that you'll experience and and I'm sure everyone has their own stories. When little one comes along and you're in the hospital for a couple of days after, it all feels very weird and natural but surreal at the same time. Mm. It's only when you, you get home and the door closes and it's all quiet and this little thing... Like we were young. I mean, I was 24. Lauren was just turned 23. Um, and you just, just starts crying. And we're like cool what do we do now then <laughs> and like your instincts take over but yeah. there's no one else and then you and then you get the calls the following day oh can I come around and meet the baby yeah sure yeah come around and then it's every fucking day yeah so the first moments are just when yeah. everyone's coming in like actually yeah. and I know people I've known people that have had babies in lockdown for example mm. and whilst there was obviously challenges with that at the same time it was nice. I've heard people where it was just great when they had two or three weeks working from home and no one could come and visit and they could just make a nest. So yeah, nest yeah. with the baby and just you have those critical first few weeks where you can just bond. It's it's something amazing and, and you will have the different experiences but I'm um, I'm really excited for you and happy for Cheers you guys dude. as well. Yes, I'm, I'm really excited too. It's something that... You know, I, I think everyone says, oh, I'm not ready, or there'll be a better time. Yeah. Or it's like that old cliche thing, you know, there's never the right time. But now it's here and it's happening. I'm like, it was so, you know, there's not anything you'll do in life, really, that's more, that, Important. Contri- that contributes to the world, like yeah. having a kid does. Yeah. And I, I think for me, I was, I've been really conscious. I've just... I've just lost my first grandparent. I've still yeah. got three of my four grandparents, which is quite unusual for someone of 30 years old. Yeah. And I've just been thinking a lot more about like the circle of life and people coming and people yeah. going. So and it's, it's, and it's in a roundabout way, obviously, your, your granddad popping off, God rest his soul. But at the same time, you're bringing in little into life. the... And it is that, that absolute, that yeah. conveyor belt of life. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's exciting. And also, I want to have a kid where I can still remember what it's like to be a kid. Yeah, we haven't really, you're not really that mature, are you? So. No, exactly. So, <laughs> You'll be fine, though, mate, because right. I think 30 is a good age. Like, we were, yeah. we were probably a little bit too young, but, you know, Mila was saying, um, we were watching a film. We, we, Sunday afternoon, I had no appointments. We all watched a film together. We watched um, Grown Ups. You know Grown Ups with Adam Sandler and, like, yeah, yeah. Rings, ringing a bell. Old film, older film, like 10 years old. Good film, though. And Myla, watched, she watches films with us now because she's that sort of age. She actually yeah. understands. She's nine. Nine. She'll be nine in Feb. Okay. So she's like eight and two thirds. That's <laughs> what but, comes before um, nine, yeah. One of, the, one of the characters was like 47 or something like that. She goes, God, that's so old, isn't it? She says, when, when you're 47, Daddy, how old will I be? And I was like, I was like, God, you'll be like 24. Like, 
You'll be, no, you, you, you'll be 23 when I'll be 47. Yeah. And 47 doesn't sound like that old to me. That's like 14 well, years old. It away. doesn't now you're older, but when you were younger, 47 yeah. would have been like a million years old. But she'll be like old. her mid-20s when I'm 47. Which is the benefit of, I think, having kids yeah. younger. Well, Lauren, Lauren turns 40 and then Milo turns 18 a month later. Yeah. Or the same year, something like that. Yeah, if she was 22. But even the same for you guys. When you're, when you're little and turns... 20 you're going to be 50 yeah which which i think is about right yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be any older now no just want to yeah get it done yeah get busy cool excellent so, so yeah just just wanted to discuss that with share you share that with the world i'm sure we'll have many girl dad conversations going forward yeah absolutely so, mate yeah. it's um Exciting times. yeah i'll tell you all the cycles of the good times and the bad yeah there's a real nice period seven months to about 15 months when it's just pure bliss and then after that down seven it. months to 15 months old yeah right okay pure bliss yeah it's amazing they oh. hold their head up got a bit of that they've got a bit of you know you can see a little personality developing they start murmuring words they start walking they're super cute it's amazing and then 15 16 months it just turns and they become a little cunts that's when I'll get the dog then. Yeah. 15 months old. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Got a lot to do. About the same time we've got our dog, actually, to be fair. There we go. Yeah, little Georgie. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear. So, um, <laughs> while, we've got, while we've got a positive episode going on here, let's yeah. talk October, because by the time this comes out, we'll be early November. Because we're like, what? What day are we now? Like 20th of October? 20th? 22nd. Oh, no. It's 24th, mate. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. So, 33 will come out end of this week. So this will come out in November. So that's a good time to recap on October yeah. about positives and negatives. And it doesn't have to be business related, but obviously your positive clearly is get to share with the world that your, your daughter's coming, which is cool. Have you had any negatives or challenges that you've had to overcome in the last four weeks of October? Um, so personally, I mentioned as well, I lost, lost my granddad recently. That's yeah. happened in October. I'd put that in the... Bad events category. Yeah. Were you close with them? No, actually, I wasn't. But it's it. it, it it's, it's still a thing. Isn't it's it? still a thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's it brought it brought back a lot of kind of sadness. I wasn't closer with him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I think it's I don't know. Everyone has a different relationship with their family, don't they? But it's taught I me. I think it kind of puts things in perspective, doesn't it? When suddenly they're not there anymore. Um, Lauren's just lost her her nan like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. as well um, bless her so uh, yeah we've got a funeral in a couple of weeks time actually so I know what you, I know what it's like yeah it's it's, um, it kind of made me reflect on the different relationships you have with people in your family and outside your family and relationships are very much something you have to build mm. you know and, um, do you think it's important when you're so engrossed in your own life and your work and Again, I know we harp on about our business, but it is like a little chart to us. Like we are so focused on making it work. Mm. And I know I haven't been in as much contact with family members. I haven't seen my mum, for example, for quite a while. I speak to her, but I, haven't, I probably haven't seen her for a couple of months. No. And she doesn't live, like she lives 40 minutes away. It's like, it's not like a miles away. I haven't seen my dad for, I mean, he lives in Wales. I speak to him every week, but I haven't seen him for, again, probably maybe even like three, four Five months, maybe. No, really. Yeah, it's hard though, isn't it? I think as you get busy, yeah, that time can just go by. But something like losing a relative 
do you feel like that it's almost like a, a thing that actually do you know what I need to make a bit more of an effort with people because yeah. they're not be around forever yeah I think it's I think it's hard I think there's like there's no perfect balance is there because I think in some ways you could say right right well we're going to meet up four times a year yeah and you know like schedule it like yeah. that and in a perfect world all of our diaries would be perfectly scheduled yeah. with just the right sprinkle of family and business and personal but it's just not it doesn't, a life goes, work is like it? that does it and actually goes. trying even just like I've been trying to connect with a mate my, my best mate he was like an usher at my wedding I hadn't seen him for about he lives in Bretton it was like again not far mm. 20 minutes away yeah and we just we try and get things lined up and we just don't so like every, every two weeks we text each other saying oh let's meet up for a beer soon Let's go out on the bikes, do something, and then we never get around to it. Mm. Yeah, it's the trouble. I find as I get older, sounding like my dad now. But once you put a date in the diary, yeah, it, it, it's kind of happening. Yeah, like no one has a better social life than my sixty-five-year-old dad. Like you know how most blokes, I say most blokes. I don't want to offend anyone here. It's stereotypical bloke. But you, you blokes. You get married and yeah. you sort of lose touch with all your boys. Yeah. And then by the time you're 40, 50 or 60, your whole life is just your wife and your kids. Yeah. And you've got your old college buddies you see like once every two years. Yeah. Like my dad's the opposite of that. He's got like his boys. Yeah. Who he sees like regularly. And they all I love do that. stuff. Yeah. But like, he's shown me that you need to... Yeah. Like if you don't keep in touch with people, you can't expect people to keep in touch with you. Yeah. You've got to... Proactively, yeah. I think that's cool, arranged. and I think that's. I've still, I'm, I'm close. My two, my best mate, I see him literally every weekend. Like, I hate it when you talk about your other friends. I know, sorry, and he's like a big fan of the pod. So Tom, you are my best mate. Cheers, Tom. Yeah, um, and 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 that's, but that's he's literally the only one, and I don't, I have no friends from school. I, I, there's no one from school I still keep in touch with. Isn't it weird how school just falls away? Yeah. You're in school and you're like, oh. You think this is the best thing best ever. Best like, friend for life. Exactly. You think it's so important. It's not. It's yeah. not at all. And obviously I didn't go to uni, so I've got uni mates. Right. I've only got mates through work. Literally. I guess most people do. Yeah. But it's funny how you can change. Like you become friends with people you work in the office with and as soon as you leave or they leave, you might meet up for a beer a couple of months later and then that's it. Yeah. One of my yeah. one of my guys I used to work with two years ago, um, I met him for, met him with him a beer after we after I left two years ago. I haven't heard from him since, and I've texted him a couple of times. He's texted back, but I haven't heard from him. And he randomly sent me something on Instagram yesterday, like something to do with mountain biking. And I was like, mate, I haven't heard from you for ages. You know, I actually watched that live, meet up for a beer, not heard back from him again. That's the trouble though. I know. People get busy. Adult they lives. do. They do. Boring, boring. I think that's, in some ways though, that's what I like about social media. I think there's a good and bad side to that. I like that you can see a funny video and go, oh, so-and-so would like that. And yeah. Ping it over to them. And it just shows and also, you sort of, you could somehow connect. And maybe that's, maybe that's paved the way for a lack of physical communication with someone. Mm. Because, like, go last summer, my brother got married and we were in Greece uh, for his wedding. And he had quite a few of his close friends there. Some of which I hadn't seen. Like they're my mates as well, but I hadn't seen them for two or three years in some of them. Yeah. And I went up to one, you know, there's a couple I know. Someone I hadn't seen for literally probably 15, 16 months, something like that. I was like, oh, congratulations on the house. I saw you bought a new house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he bought a new car and I was talking to him about his car. I knew his life because I'd seen it play out on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And... 
he went travelling for a bit. I was like, mate, how, what was the best place you went travelling? And he was like, oh, mate, Cambodia was amazing. Thailand was awesome. And, you know, and you, have a, you just start away. I hadn't seen him for two years. So you've already got, like, a flavour of what's been going on. And I think that's what kind of... You see people's lives, even though you don't actually physically speak to them. Maybe that's paved the way, as I said, for that communication not having to be physically there. Yeah, I suppose it's like, you know how people do the Christmas card every year with like a summary of their year? Yeah. We've now got that constantly through social media. Yeah, they're a bit much, aren't they? Yeah, a bit much. I'd be like, I ain't fucking reading that, I don't care. Call me, pick me up, I'd love to hear from you. Call me and tell me about it. I'll tell my dad and stepmom to take you off a list then if you don't want to. (laughs) Um, But it's true, I went to a wedding uh, with someone from uni, this was a year or 18 months ago. And everyone there was like, oh, I've seen you're doing property now. And these weren't people who I'd seen, like, engage with yeah. my stuff. But everyone has seen it, so people yeah, knew what yeah. I was doing. TikTok viral, mate. Yeah, when you're a, when you're a celeb like me with, like, <laughs> thousand followers. How, um, do you wish you had more followers? What's your number you want to get wish. to? Do you care? I, I don't care. I think I would care. I think the more followers I had, the more I'd care. If you got to 10,000 followers on TikTok... We'd yeah. be like, oh, that's pretty cool, but I don't think can, it, I, don't, can I make it 20,000? Yeah, I don't think it would mean anything. No. And I don't know at what point you get to. You're like, okay, I've done this well. Do you, you know, the who's the biggest followed Instagram page? Cristiano Ronaldo? I think so. He probably doesn't think about his Instagram follow. Because he pays people to do it for him. It's a byproduct of him being a great footballer. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe the same applies for what we're doing. It's maybe not, not growing a big following. It's just about... I think just doing it for fun is, is the one, isn't it? I, I feel like TikTok's the fun one, but actually it's probably the most profitable if you actually get it get it right. Yeah, I have no idea how the payments work for no. that stuff. I think YouTube's the one if you want to make money. Yeah, but again, like I I watch a lot of again mountain biker and YouTubers, but and they're getting yeah. like maybe fifty to a hundred thousand views on each video. Yeah, and they're probably and they talk about it, they're only making one talk sport quite openly a couple hundred quid per video. Like sometimes they pay more to do the video, but then people like Mr. Beast, where he's getting a hundred million views each. Yeah. I mean, he is making millions of pounds yeah. constantly, and they're constantly revenue, constantly coming in. And if you've got five or six videos that are just up and up and up every single week, mm. yeah, laughing, aren't you? But it's um, yeah, it's it's good. We watch uh, me and my brother watch a car YouTube channel where he, he like buys a car and sells it for a profit. Yeah, and it's. He doesn't make that much money, but when you look, it's a few hundred thousand views per video. Yeah, well, that must pay for. Just ticks in, ticks in, doesn't it? it? Like, just it keeps ticking up, and those videos, the more you views you get, the more the algorithm's going to love you, and then the more you, the next one will get, and suddenly you'll pop off. Similar to your TikTok, you knock yeah. around. I've looked at your TikTok because I've just re resorted my page, deleted everything I've ever done on it, so I'm there with my thirty six followers and zero likes because all my videos yeah. have been deleted. I only had five. But yours go, some you get 700, then you got 2,000, 2,000, 700, 50,000, 700, 2,000, 1.8 million, 100,000, 20,000, and it just drops off and then goes back. It's not even the 20 and 10,000s. I get like either 200 views or like, but how many many videos have I posted? I've posted hundreds. Yeah. And maybe 10 of them have gone viral. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not good enough at social media yet. I think it's a real skill yeah. to make engaging videos. I think this is something actually uh, agents or 
not avocado specifically, but agents quite bad at is making videos that people watch. Yeah. All TikTok is, and what what the change I've seen in social media since TikTok has come around is it's all about how many people watch the video to the end. Yeah. Same with YouTube. It's not. I don't think from everything I've learned, it's not more complicated. No. Like all the videos I've had, which have gone viral, they've been short enough that people have watched the whole thing. Yeah. They've been on a topic which people comment and engage on. Yeah. And then that's what the algorithm picks up. Because yours are like, what, eight to ten seconds, I think, some of them are there? Yeah. Like the one the one that Sophie went viral on, that yeah. was like 12 seconds long. Yeah, they're short. And it was funny. And it literally had a story. Like, the caption was the story. She said something, and then it had a little, like, almost like the end of the story at the end. Yeah. As she threw the book away. And then it gets people talking, oh, my boyfriend did that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and I think that's the trick for social media. Yeah, I agree. Just getting people obviously to our, sort of thing. And we, well, I spoke to you about this during the week, obviously, because, like, for some reason, our reels were doing really well on Instagram, and then mm. suddenly they're just, they're dead. They're killed. Like, none of them have got over 100 views Yeah. over the last week. And it wasn't like I was, I was trying, posting it different days. Some had captions, some didn't. Some used the Instagram captions, some didn't. Mm. Just to try and work it. They're all shit. Whereas on TikTok, they go on every time we get 1,500 views. Yeah, I think that is the algorithm fucking with us. I don't know. Yeah. One challenge I find, I don't know how you feel about this, is being a content person and an estate agent. Since I've started this thing with Avocado, having to do both of those roles and mm. be good at them and take them both Seriously. There's just so much you I can find do, really isn't it? Difficult. I think I really think we're scratching the surface of um, of social media. It's oh, almost yeah. like when you get busy with a state agency, it drops off, and then yeah. you then you focus. But I I, I really feel like should, I should personally allocate myself like two hours a week, and like this week I'm going to watch two hours worth of YouTube tutorials yeah. on how to create the perfect YouTube short, how to use the algorithm. Not one that's a year ago, one that's recently been uploaded mm. and watch that. And then the following week do TikTok and then Instagram and then Facebook and then start again. Yeah. I feel like you almost need to do that. Yeah, and I find myself a little bit, when I'm watching a video to learn how to do something in Final Cut, I watch a 10 minute YouTube video and then fiddle around and then go back. You know, I spend two hours mm. like learning how to do a little thing. Mm. And then I feel guilt because I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I've got clients who I need. You know, yeah. do you know what I mean? I feel like it's 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 two jobs, content creation and the estate agency part of it. Yeah. You know, and this is getting leads, doing appointments, doing viewings, following up with buyers. Yeah. All of this stuff. But I think actually looking at it, I, I suppose I look at my actual daily working times. And although I, you know, send my first email at eight o'clock in the morning and probably my last at eight o'clock at night, I don't work 12 hours straight. If I organise my diary yeah. and talk about fixing diary points, like you said there about your old man putting a fixed date in the diary, was that on camera or off camera? Yeah, and I said about if you set yeah. a date with someone, it's happened. And I think it's the same. If you've got a two-hour window, but the difficulty is if you're mid-editing and you're, oh, I don't have to do that, and then you, do, you, then you go on YouTube to find out how to do it and two hours disappear, yeah. that can be frustrating. Because yeah. you think it's only going to take five minutes and it doesn't ever. Interesting though. I think it's um I think with the pod I really want to get some TikTok and YouTube shorts kind of focusing on that. Maybe leave Instagram for a bit. Just post them there anyway, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think consistency is good. 
Yeah. Although having said that, none of my TikToks have been consistent. No. Uh, what I've noticed I've been doing sometimes is just posting for the sake of posting, and I want to stop doing that. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I see what you mean. Anyway. 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 Uh, we have not cool. talked about anything we want to talk about, but that's fine. No. We just well, have an open chat one. Should we save that for next time? We can do, yeah. I, yeah. It was one... I mean, we could touch on it very quickly. I don't know how long we've been running for. Yeah, we we'll can save it for next time, shall we? Yeah. Talk about it next time. It wasn't a very good topic anyway. Oh, well, let's, let's wrap up for now and then come that back. Was a nice, that was... We'll call this the honest episode. That was just a nice chat. I'm glad... I'm glad to hear that mum and baby are doing well at the moment and let's hope that continues for the next few months. I'm sure it will, of course. Well, for the next 20 years, yeah. Well, you get the baby here first and then you can deal with the rest of it after. Yeah, we'll see what's what. But anyway, well, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you didn't enjoy it, we don't care. Um, if you did enjoy it, like and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook or any other platform that you see us, but we appreciate your support. Um, thanks for watching. We'll catch you episode 34 at some point in the future.